You're listening to The Right to Be Catholic with Sean A.R. Brought to you by the Eastern Catholic Re-Evangelization Center. Welcome, everybody, to the Right to Be Catholic podcast, where we tackle everyday issues that we as Catholics face in our modern world today. I'm your host, Catholic speaker and advocate, Sean A.R. So today we have a good show for you. It's packed with a lot of information, a lot of good stuff. We're going to focus on spiritual warfare. Now we're going to talk about the, the truth about it, what it is, how, to enco- how we know we're encountering it, and how to combat it. And to help me do that, I have two warriors with me that I'll, I'll bring on in a minute to help me do this. But to start it off, I want to bring up the, uh, a great Bible quote that goes with the topic that we're going to talk about that comes from 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8. And it goes, stay alert, watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And that's true, especially in the world we live in nowadays. And I I mean, I mentioned this in the last podcast that we always think this is the worst of times, but we're living in these times right now where we think that this is the worst of times because we're living in them currently. And the devil now, he's winning. I'm telling you guys right now, the world I see, me personally, I think he's winning. And it's up to us as Catholics, as warriors for God, to know when we are being attacked and how to combat it. And if you don't know, not, don't be ashamed of it. You're going to learn about it today. Hopefully, we'll have a lot of good information for you to take back and either share with your family and friends or just to grow in your spiritual uh, life now, right? And again, like I said, I have two warriors to help me do this. Um, I have with me my brother and friend, uh, Delone Arabu. Delone is and actually- And cousin. And, and cousin, right. Um, so Delone is involved in a lot of things in our, in our church. So he's involved in the Man Up Retreat and the Genesis Men's Group. Right, Delon? Yeah, absolutely. It's been a blessing. Yeah, thank you. And um, I also have Adora Ibrahim. Adora is also involved in a lot of things in the church. She's involved in one of our TV shows that we have with ECRC, which is called The Invitation to Sisterhood, which is also done by our um, wonderful producer, Vanessa Denha, and um, the head of ECRC, which is uh, Patrice Abuna. Uh, so please go listen to that. And I also... I know, Adora, you're also a consultant for the Archdiocese of Detroit, and you're also a consultant for many Catholic schools, correct? Yes. Thank you both for coming on. So I have uh, someone from sister, women, women's side, and I have someone from the man up retreat. <laughs> so we have both sides That's of the right. perspective, right? Yes. So you guys can't say, like, oh, be you politically know, correct. Exactly, right? Especially in today's <laughs> world. We're, we're brothers and sisters. Right, right, 100%. Um, so, Delone, you and I were talking about uh, spiritual warfare, and you talked about how you guys talk about this on the Man Up Retreat, correct? Yeah, that's correct. So we have the Man Up Retreat, and one of the topics that I do is this actual topic. It's very near and dear to my heart, because I see what's going on in the world today, and I notice that we're in a huge spiritual war every single day. That's why Jesus told us to take up our cross every day and follow him, and he gave us the, you know, the tactics. I think the, the Bible verse you read was perfect. The devil's looking like a lion to devour us every single day. So we're trying to combat that every single day with the grace of God. And uh, it's something that on the retreat we do kind of like we are now. It's just kind of open-ended and we can discuss freely and kind of bring up different uh, situations we've been through and all that. But the main goal is that through that sharing and experience and wisdom, we can all grow and be able to combat the devil. Awesome. Thank you. Adora, you and I were talking earlier about this and you brought up an awesome story. Spiritual warfare, you want to share that with our guests? Sure. Um, I'm also a real estate broker, I've been in the business for over 20 years. And um, if you're looking for a house, please <laughs> give her a call 248. No, go ahead. And so, on one particular occasion, um, before we talked about that story, though, we, we briefly discussed charisms. And one of the charisms that helps you um, to figure out whether it is the good, the Holy Spirit, or you know, the evil spirit that's behind something is called the discernment of spirits. And it's when God gives you the awareness of, you know, something that is either good or bad. So in this particular instance, I was I was going in to show a house to one of my clients and we pulled up into the driveway and he pulled up next to me, him and his wife, and we got out of the car. And as soon as I got out of the car, I told them, I don't want to go inside this house. And they looked at me like I was crazy. Like, what? why don't you want to go inside this house? I'm like, you guys, I can't quite explain it to you but I feel something that is not good. (laughs) I don't want to go inside this house. Come on, Adora, we just want to go in. Just please open the door, let us see it. Okay, no problem. So I unlocked the door, I opened it. We took like two steps into the foyer and they walked over 
like 10 steps while I stayed by the door. And literally there was an entire shelf, probably thousands if we counted them, of pornographic magazines. So as soon as they saw that, they were completely and utterly grossed out. And they said, they used the word, ew, I just got the heebie-jeebies. We got to leave right now. Let's roll out. Yes. So I said, I told you guys. So we left, yeah. locked the door, and I always have holy water in my car. Did you throw it at them? I did. I would have. I'm, I'm like, not kidding. Isha, she had, yeah, yeah, had a thrown it at them. I threw it at them, threw it at myself, blessed ourselves, and had a nice day. There you go. Yeah. Listen, uh, the same way the devil uh, has his ways, God also gives us certain ways and you know knowledge and power and stuff to do things. Even though we don't know we have them sometimes, we do, but you know you have it, which is pretty awesome. And you know what? Everybody has it. It's that small, still voice. And sometimes we think it's us that's making a decision or it's you choosing to go you know, one way down a certain road or a, a different path you know, on a, on, on a route that you've taken a thousand times. But for some reason, you're like, eh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go right on this road this time. You know, a lot of times we, we give ourselves too much credit. But it is the Holy Spirit that is guiding us. I'm not saying we don't have free will. We don't have our intellect and we don't have a mind. Of but course. I am saying that it's the teeniest, tiniest voice. And sometimes we ignore it because we don't realize that that's the Holy Spirit communicating with us. Listen, I, I'm a true believer that God puts you in the, in the place he wants you to be at a certain time. And I wasn't even going to share anything about this, but you, you started talking. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, that happened to me the other day. So... I'm not going to mention the time or place, but the other day, my wife and I were supposed to go somewhere and whatever we tried, it didn't, it didn't work out, but we ended up somewhere. Let's just say somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, someone was talking to me about, about his faith. And he was like, oh, you know, I left the church, this and that, you know, I'm still Christian and I still believe in that, but I don't believe in the Catholic faith. And then I was like to myself, okay, so this is why you want me here. I said to myself, so this is why. And I started just going at him, going at him. And at the end of the night, he said to me, man, you know. It's crazy because you, you you schooled me on a lot of things. Not and not that I'm like the man. I know this. It's not like I'm a walking Bible or anything. I'm not. We'll, we'll talk about him later on. Um, <laughs> I don't want to mention his name yet. But uh, I the things that I did know, they were just coming at me. And I'm like, man, that's the Holy Spirit just yes. telling me what to say. Yes. The best thing is, the next morning he saw me. He goes to me, Sean, you know, today I did something. This was the next day. He goes to me that I haven't done in like maybe seven years. I said, what was that? He goes, I prayed the rosary, wow. which I haven't done in seven years. Cause he wasn't believing that Mary was who she was. You know what yeah. I mean? Like she's just a lady who carried whatever. I'm yeah. like, no, no, no. Yeah. And just, but again, yeah. he puts you where he wants you to be. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And anytime you come from a place of love versus yeah. I know better. Yeah. People know that you're genuine. Oh yeah. And they know that you're authentic. And you know what? Even mother Teresa, she used to say the best way you can evangelize somebody Smile at them. Yeah. Show them you care. Hundred percent. Right. And at the end of the day, we're speaking the truth. That's why yeah. it's called the truth, right? Yes. That's all it is. Gotta but speak truth. So let's talk about a few things about uh, spiritual warfare. Okay. A lot of times, as Catholics, and, and Dora said, it, sometimes we don't know what's you know, it's it's just guys working with. But sometimes the devil does things, certain things to us, and we're like, what is this? And we. We think it's just our life, where we are, what's going on, you know, like, hey, I'm depressed because of something that happened in my life. But a lot of times the devil has a lot to do with these kind of things, right? So I always tell a lot of people this, that, listen, whether you believe it or not, there is a spiritual world that is as real as the world that we're living in today, right? right? Uh, and this world, the spiritual world and this world are in constant battle. Mm -hmm. And the things that we do in our life affect this war that's happening, right? That's why God calls spiritual warriors like ourselves, right, like you guys, to fight this battle for him because he needs good people on this earth the same way that there are bad people. And there are a lot more bad people on this earth. Mm -hmm. um, listen, I will tell you this. I saw this quote. This lady wrote this uh, book about spiritual warfare, and I got this quote from her book. Uh, it says, everything that occurs in the visible physical world is directly connected to the wrestling match being waged in the invisible spiritual world. And I think that's totally Amen. true. Yeah. So imagine, you know, I'm wearing reading glasses or you wear sunglasses, but imagine if we could put on a pair of glasses that would allow us to see what's happening right now in the spiritual realm. It would be something that we probably could not handle. Mm -mm. And, you know, when we're baptized... You know, our godparents uh, make our baptismal vows for us. Those are so powerful. You guys have had children. I've mm -hmm. had children. When you hear the baptismal vows, they are super powerful. Yeah. And 
you know what? It's not just us who are spiritual warriors. Every baptized Christian is a spiritual warrior. Yeah, Every single person who's been baptized, they've been baptized priest, prophet, and king. Okay? Yeah. And all they have to do is call on the name of Jesus. Say his name. You know what? 50,000 times a day if you need to. But all you have to say is, Jesus, have mercy. Or, Jesus, I trust in you. Or invoke the name of Jesus in any way. And every knee will bend on the earth and below the earth. You know, it's funny you said you said when we're baptized, priest, prophet, and king. Yeah. So this this is called the right to be Catholic, and I always bring up Catholic or Chaldean, the Chaldean right stuff. Yeah. yeah. Something cool that I found out maybe months ago that I never knew why it was called that. Yeah. So you've worn the klila before, right? Yeah. That little yeah. ribbon yeah. thing yeah. on your Brother right. Scott exactly oh, yeah. right. So yeah. so as Chaldean men, we wear it at, at, at well, women wear it at baptism too. Yeah. But uh, but during your wedding, wedding. you you only Correct. wear it, right? Yes. But do you know why we wear the klila? No, I thought it was a cultural thing. Uh-uh. It, so it <laughs> is, but it's well, not yeah. right. Right. Yeah. So the word klila actually means crown. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So when you wear that, in essence, they're crowning you into the royal family in heaven. Uh-huh. So king. Uh-huh. So wow. you are part of the royal family in heaven. Wow. Pretty cool, right? That is so very now you when you wear it, like, wow, I want yeah. Kalila now. I want to know where yeah. it's at. And and that 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 signifies a sacrament. And sacrament means grace. So right. whether you have received baptism, you know, first communion, um, reconciliation, marriage, holy orders. I mean, we have so many graces that have been infused to us that we literally just have to call on. Hundred yeah. percent. Yep. And we, we're gonna need them when we're talking about this topic. So a lot of times, and you guys share your stories if you have any. I, I can tell you a million that right before something that I'm about to do that's holy. Like for example, Delona used to do a lot of retreats, or I'm sure you did a lot of things with your uh, invitation sisterhood, or even at your job in the, in the archdiocese. Anytime he knows when I say he, you know, I'm talking about he, the, one, the guy down there, right? Old, old red legs. Right. Yeah. Old, old red, red legs. legs. I love that. Right. Name. A lot of times the devil. He'll do things where he knows that we're about to do something holy or good that he knows will hurt him. And he steps in and he he makes the worst things happen to us. And Dylan, you and I can talk about this many times yeah, when we were leading the retreats. And you could probably talk about many times where you during your show or anything when you're helping with the archdiocese where he comes in and everything that could go wrong goes wrong. For example, uh, you know, something happens in your family. Uh, you, you feel like, man, I'm not going to be able to do this. Yeah. You know, I feel scared. Uh, Chaos, I'm not good enough for stress, this. Stress. Right. Uh, doubt, confusion. I mean, all these things seep into mind. Things that could go wrong on a retreat, everything goes wrong before while you're prepping. Everything just goes chaotic. And you think, oh my gosh, it's not even going to work out. And then even sometimes with the registration, we've had so many issues. No one's signing up. No one's signing up. People dropping. And then the week of, it's like, boom, everything fills. You're like... Like, thanks, Jesus. Doubt? And we yeah. say it every time. Yeah. We did it over and over again. We're like, why every did we year. Doubt? Yeah. We've done maybe like, what, 20, 30 yeah, retreats? And every we year say, we're like, we doubt? Uh, we're not going to make it this time. And then it just happens. It works. And yeah. this is the best one we've ever done. Right. It How always works out. Cracked windshields, flat tires, power Shoot. going out. I mean, yeah. the craziest, wildest things. And you know what? It's, it's, it's not a big deal. It's not something I want to stress mm-hmm. that we we shouldn't be afraid. He's more afraid of us because we are created in the image and likeness of God. Amen. And that is why he hates us. Yeah. Um, Amen so to that. it's, you know, it's frustrating and, you know, it, it gets to the best of us. Yep. Um, but at the same time, we just have to, you know, breathe. Uh, maybe even call someone and say, hey, I, you know, I know you guys have people pray for you when you have retreats mm-hmm. or, you know, any kind of event. This show, I told my friends, my prayer warrior text chat, I'm like, please pray for us. You know, we have this. Thank you. We need tonight. it. Yeah. yeah. Great. So whatever we do, invitation to sisterhood, we pray before um, anything you do, just cover it all in prayer. That's all. Yeah. Listen, I think it's a lot of times we as Catholics don't know the power we have or yes. You know, if God is with us, who could be against us, right? We don't Amen. we don't know how to tap into that power, but we'll talk about tapping into will. that power later on when we, when we talk about how to combat it. Um, and a perfect example of someone who knew how to tap into that power uh, was our our Saint Padre Pio, right? Yeah. This guy was amazing. Now, listen, he didn't just fight the spiritual world; he fought it spiritually and physically. Okay, like there are times I've heard stories that he actually physically fought with the devil, the devil would beat him and he would have physical bruises on him, on his body about that. And listen, he talked about this. So, uh, you know, we think of the devil, you, you were talking about earlier, what'd you call him, old red legs? Yeah, this right. priest from Peru, Father Philip, 
he calls him that. Right. So, but that's the that's the image we have of him. But we were talking about this earlier before we started the podcast. He's the great deceiver, and he knows how to come at you. He would come at him as a beautiful woman. He'd come at him as like ways that he knew would entice him. Hmm. So he, you know, that was probably a very beautiful spiritual being, right? Because God made him. He was an angel at one point. So I'm sure he's not with the horns how we depict him. But we've always been taught to, to be scared of him. But I'm telling you, when the devil comes at you, you're going to be like, wow, that was the devil? Yeah, that was the devil. Right. And he got you. Because he comes at you in that way where, you're not, where, where you don't know about it. But, Dora, you and I were talking about how he, when Padre Pio got beat up and you were talking about his guardian angel, right? Yeah, so uh, literally in the middle of the night... Uh, the the demon started assailing him, okay, punching him, making like hitting him, causing like marks on his body, and uh, Padre Pio sees his guardian angel, literally sees him hovering over, flying over while he's in this battle with this demon, and then finally the demon flees and leaves from him. And Padre he's like, Pio "Why didn't you help looks me?" Looks up at him and he's like, "Why didn't you help me?" And his guardian angel said, "I was afraid." He's like, "But next time I'll help you." <laughs> next time, next time, next time I got your back. No, and, fall, right? <laughs> listen, and we're talking about obstacles that he puts in your way. Padre Pio, for many years, he was told to sit down, not to do confessions, you know, like so, so many hardships in his life. But ten still, years, 10 years, right? He was not allowed to do mass publicly. See, wow. and all that, and he still is who he is today because yeah. he knew, yeah. he knew what he had to do. He knew who he was battling, right? He actually came to such a point, uh, kind of to, to cover it all, but he came to a point that he had such trust and, and faith in God that it came to a point that it was said that when he would go to sleep, he would wake up and the devil would be at the tip of his bed. Yeah, he'd like, say, oh, oh, it's you? It's you? Click, close yeah, the lights. Yeah. Right. It's nothing. I can't We're, do that. I'm terrible. not going to lie to you. Oh, my God, it's the devil, you know? He just came to such a trust and, and love for God, yeah. and he knew that who his Lord and Savior is, yeah. that he just said, it's you? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're nothing. Right. You know who else? St. John Vianney. Same, same kind oh, of really? story. Yes. The devil would try to keep him awake at night because all he did was hear confessions, confessions every yeah. day after day, saving souls, saving souls. And one night there was a ruckus in the kitchen. You know, imagine somebody taking out all the pots and pans, your kids taking out all the dishes yeah. and hitting them, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to make and, it. Yeah. And he's that happens all the time. down the stairs <laughs> yeah. to see like, what is this ruckus in my kitchen? He looks, same thing. He sees the devil and he's like, oh, it's you? And he went back to right sleep. Back to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Just that's, you, huh? That's no big trust. deal. That's Whatever. faith, you know. That's that's true. That's, that's, true that's belief. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking about Padre Pio, and um, Delone and I were talking about, uh, you know, Jeff Kassab. He's the guy I was uh, the, the Walking Bible that I was talking about earlier. He has the Catholic Avengers podcast with Pilar Asaki, and his favorite saint is Padre Pio. He thinks he's like him, but I don't know about all that. <laughs> I got but we still love to say you. about Jeff, but Pilar is a whole different story. Whole new story. We'll talk about you guys later. Hey, Kassabs are mighty. <laughs> they're nice they're nice people so you work so let's talk about how the how 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 does he come at you right yeah so in your life you're thinking to yourself okay is this really him or is it something that i'm experiencing in my life so let's talk about a few examples and maybe you can find out like hey is this something that the devil's really doing so i can pray about it mm-hmm. or you know like sometimes people are like okay i have to go seek medical attention sometimes that's not the case Sometimes it could just be the devil attacking you in certain ways or trying to bring you down to make you feel like you can't do what you're supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. One of the ways is discouragement, yeah. right? He does that. Yeah. He'll tell you, you're not good enough, mm-hmm. right? Your past sins were so bad that now that you're trying to be a good person, it's not. Just don't even try because yeah. God's not going to forgive you. Yeah. You are that bad. Yeah. Well, you know, Father Tim Gallagher, who... Um has several books on the uh, Ignatian exercises, St. Ignatius's exercises, um, talks about beginning again. If you have to begin again a thousand times a day, then you begin again. The devil cannot take away your identity. Your identity as a son or daughter of God is cemented. You have an indelible mark of the spirit over your body, over your soul. And you know what? Anytime you feel doubt or fear or shame or anxiety, you know what? Say a prayer. Call in the name of Jesus. We're not saying don't seek medical help because this coming off this past year and right. COVID and everything else that's happened, you should do everything in the natural and the supernatural. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So when I mentioned that, I meant to say like some people think that that's the only option, right. but it's not. But you know, you you mentioned 100%. you mentioned um, uh, St. Thomas. You said Aquinas, right now. Um, no, Father Tim. Gallagher. I'm sorry, Father Tim Saint Gallagher. Saint Ignatius. Saint, Saint, Saint Ignatius. I'm sorry, yes. Saint Ignatius. Yeah. And you know, it came to mind 
who who had a a life of sin his whole life, and his mother prayed constantly, constantly, constantly for him. You guys know who I'm talking about. There you go, Saint Augustine. And one of his one of his famous prayers during his confession was, "Late I have loved you." Yeah, late I have loved you. Right. So there you go. So he does that. Another way he does it is division. Yeah. Right. And he tries to divide what's good: family, community, church, nation, and. 2020 was a perfect example of him yeah. doing that, yeah. right? No yeah. doubt. Now, Delon, you mentioned sometimes divide. Yeah, so divide, like, because I, I bring up some of these points on on the man upper church as well. Division is 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 kind of mis, a misconception because Jesus says, "I came to divide yeah. mother against son, son yeah. against daughter." I mean, he's basically saying, uh, "I think like the division we're talking about is the holy, the right way, right?" Correct. But I mean, division can be miscued, and that's how the devil will do it. He'll confuse us. Because really, being divided is not necessarily a bad thing if you're following God and following things that are holy. So if I follow righteousness and I follow God's path and someone else is doing the opposite, I should be divided from that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But, yeah. but what the devil's trying to do is he's trying to confuse us and divide what is holy and good and intervene in that. Correct, which is family, which right. is church. And our church now is divided. Yes. I, I keep reading articles about Catholic priests that are saying things that, I can only imagine the devil has to be leading up. Listen, that's a whole segment. Our, our yeah, listen, our our bishop, our Holy bishop, show, yeah. Bishop Francis, yes. once told me this, and I never forgot it. Um, he said, "Sean, there are three types of priests. There are priests that are called by God. There are priests that are called by them, like, hey, I want to become a priest mm-hmm. and do something good. And there are priests called by the devil. Wow. And so we've been seeing the priests called yeah. by the devil now. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's you could see it because how can you say the certain things that you say? I'm not even going to say their names, but they're not worth it, yeah. right? To even me give them that press, right. but they do that, right? And Delon, you're talking about divide and stuff. And we saw it, uh, the, the America was divided, Absolutely. right? In 2020. And if it was for good, fine. But if uh, I saw a lot of bad going on Absolutely. and I hated it. And as Catholics, it's our duty to pray for those people, Yes. right? And not only that, but, you know, a lot of times, like you said, when you speak truth, people don't like that. No. So, you know, I am somebody who's not afraid to speak truth, but I, I, I didn't condemn anybody, put anybody down, call anybody names, threaten anybody. Right. But it was done to me several times last year mm-hmm. when I was speaking truth. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that let's get to the why. The why is because... People do not have a properly formed conscience. You can be a cradle Catholic. You can be a baptized Catholic. You can grow up in a Catholic family and really never have had a properly formed conscience. And so, you know, like like we were saying, the division that's happening amongst family members, you know, because of all the social issues that that we see ourselves facing today. And, you know, you've got identity crises, you've got uh, social crises, you've got, you know, financial crises. There's so many things that are happening right now where the devil wants to keep us divided because when we're united even with people we disagree with right we don't have to be their best friend but at the end of the day they are our brother and sister in christ love thy neighbor yeah whether they hate us or not it's our job to pray for them our job to try and be a witness right you know and so that's sometimes where the division comes in because they don't want to hear Delone speak the yeah. truth. They don't want to hear Sean speak the truth. They don't want to hear truth because no. the devil wants to keep that tarp over of their course. eyes yeah. and ears. Well, you know, a lot of times, too, uh, he'll put that doubt in us, which we'll, we'll talk about next. And so as Catholics, I've seen a lot of people who are Catholic in name but not Catholic, you know what I mean, in reality. Because yeah. they'll say to themselves, okay— I know what I believe, and you know I'm not strong enough to say to combat this person or debate with this person, so let them do them, and I'll do me. And it's okay. It's none of my business. But I tell them, listen, that's not what God really calls you to be. What is it? Who, who said this? I didn't I didn't create you to be or make you to be comfortable, right? Uh, you, Pope, Pope Benedict. Pope Benedict, yeah. right? Because you were made to be extraordinary because right. that's what God made us. You're not called for comfort. You're called right. for greatness. Thank right. you. That, that's how it goes. You're not called for, say it again. You're not called for comfort. We were called for greatness. There you go. Right? Yeah. Pope Benedict actually was a great pope because I heard he, he wrote a lot of the speeches for my favorite pope, which I named my son after, 
John Paul, yeah. right? The second, yeah. well, yeah, he's just John Paul, and that's not JP too. And how, what's, what, how many times did Pope John Paul say, be not afraid? Be not afraid. So yeah. That's why it's, we're It's in the Bible 365 right times. Right, to, yeah. to remember that we mm-hmm. shouldn't be afraid of the enemy and his tactics mm-hmm. because we are equipped as sons and daughters of God. That's right. Right. Yeah. And what does he do? He puts that doubt in us, right? Yeah. What is that doubt he says? He says, listen, he could doubt in, in many doubt in yourself. That's one way. How about this? Doubt in him. He doesn't exist. Yeah. So yeah. if he doesn't exist, there's no heaven, there's no hell. Just who cares? Live right? Yeah. 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 There's no sin. There's no right. heaven. There's no hell. Right. There's no God. There's no devil. Who cares? Do what you're supposed to do because when you die, you're going to become dirt and then your dirt will be, you'll become a tree yep. and then yeah, you'll be really. swaying in the wind, right? Yeah. Um, that was that comedian. What was his name? Dane, Dane Cook. He talks about oh, it. It was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, but so that's the kind of doubt he puts in us, right? You're not good enough. You know, I don't exist. You're not good. There's no God. All this doubt, doubt, doubt he puts in us so that way we don't do what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he wants to paralyze us with doubt and discouragement and fear and anxiety. Absolutely. Fear about the future. Right. Right? All right. the time, like, what if this? What about this? Hey, it hasn't happened yet. Right. Relax. Pray about it. Right. It's okay. I tell him all the time, babe, don't think about this. She's, like, she's always worried about the kids. Like, what's right. going to happen? What's going to happen? I said, babe, it's okay. That's the devil getting at you. Right. To, so that you're not experiencing the joy that we're, we're currently living in right now. Enjoy the children. Love them. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I don't. Do you know what's going to happen no, in the future? No, one does. We don't God's know, right? We don't know what what siblings or, God forbid, our parents or this right. or that. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. But I, I, I do pray and I do have confidence that I trust the Lord enough that he will not take me somewhere where I, he knows that I cannot handle it. Right? Right. right. I pray that he doesn't trust me that much, but you know, so, but he, he does, the devil does do that. Another way he does it is distraction. Mm-hmm. He distracts us. Right. And I, I read this thing the other day and it talked about, he distracts us in a way where he says, when you have this, then this mentality, right? So when I have this house, then I'll be happy. Yeah. When I marry this person, when I become friends with this, when I hit my first million, when I get this job. So you're constantly reaching for the next thing. Right. It's good to be ambitious. Sure. But when it takes over and then there's no more joy in your life yeah. and you're always searching for the next thing, it's like a drug. It's a, you, you're, you get high off of the next thing. Okay, I got it. Now I need something more. Now I need something more. Yeah. And you're never enjoying your life. Yeah. You get this. There's yeah. a hole in your heart, that mm-hmm. hole that it's the God hole that yeah. you're searching for that mm-hmm. thing because you think that thing is going to fulfill you and you're going to search for the mm-hmm. rest of your life because the only thing that can fulfill you is the love of God. And until people figure that out, it, it, they're going to be searching for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And the only thing that can give you peace in the midst of this past year, in the midst of COVID, in the midst of suffering, in the midst of death, in the midst of war, I mean, think about our brothers and sisters in Iraq. You know, how many times did we cry hearing the stories of like the things that happened to them and how much more did their faith grow as a result of that? True. And so, you know, we're all being tested right now. And I'm not saying that, you know, sickness is not a thing and that COVID is not a thing. 100%. It is something that, you know, I pray to God is gone from this earth Mm -hmm. very soon. But at the same time, the, 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 there are people that are so gripped with fear, they can no longer live their life. Absolutely. That's terrible. I know, yeah. yeah. I know people, definitely. Yeah. And that's that doubt, right? Or distraction, he puts. You know, I, I, I want to um, bring up this movie. It's called God's Not Dead. You guys ever seen it before? Yes. Love it. It's an amazing movie, right? Yeah, it is. So um, there's a scene in there where Dane, uh, Dean, C- Dean Kane. Right. I know I'm a Superman, but Dean Kane, <laughs> right. He's in it and he's talking to his mom and she said this thing. And I actually wrote it down because I wanted to say because it, it talks about distraction, that how the devil does distract us. She said, sometimes the devil allows people to live a life free of trouble because he doesn't want them turning to God. He distracts them. Right. Yeah. Their sin is like a jail cell, except it's all nice and comfy there. And doesn't seem any reason for them to leave. The door is wide open to one day. Time runs out, and the cell door slams shut, and suddenly it's too late. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you're true. distracted your whole life, yeah. right? Yeah. And he does that to you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. The next way, and you guys mentioned this both earlier before we started the podcast, he's the great deceiver. Mm-hmm. Deception. He yeah. does it, right? The enemy attacks are always wrapped in packaging of deception, always designed to manipulate the truth about God and about the value in him. 
He desires to lead you into sin so that fellowship is broken between you and God. That way, you are disconnected from the source of power, and tr- or the true source of power and truth, which is God, right? Amen. And today, that's what he's doing. What's right is wrong. What's wrong is right now, yeah. right? Yeah. It's how I feel. It's how yeah. I feel. There's no yeah. truth anymore. Yeah. Yeah. There's no objective truth anymore. Yeah. It's all subjective, and it's all yeah. whatever makes me happy is right. right. And you can't tell me any different. Right. And how about this? Things that you see before your eyes, they're telling you don't believe what you're seeing with your eyes. Yeah. How can that even yeah, be right. possible? You know, with all the things that are happening um, with identity and gender. Okay? Abortion. It's not a baby. It's a clump of cells, guys. Come on. Stop playing around. You know, there, there are so many deceptions in the world that we could fall, you know, into the trap of. But I will tell you one thing. What he wants to deceive us is on our identity. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, he wants to attack the, the safest place in the world for a child. That's the womb. The mother's womb, yeah. He wants to attack the very identity that God gave you when you were born. He wants to attack the identity of marriage where a man and a woman get married and they are you know, there to have a family. He That's wants the natural to- order of things. Exactly. And that is another thing that the devil is the father of, disorder. Because when mm-hmm. you see something that is disordered and you know in your heart that, you know, this is just off in some way, somehow, God is the one who brings the order to our lives. And the devil literally wants to keep us in chaos and disorder. In the world today, I'm sorry, in the, in the world today, uh, you know, and the Lord said it, it's how, how I feel. So, you know, and we're and the world today, it tells you that these things are normal. Like, so when you go against it and when we go and do what? God says we're going against the world, right? Absolutely. And it feels Jesus weird. And it feels that, different. Though. Right. Right. You will be persecuted in yep. my name. Yep. Blessed are those who are before, persecuted before in my name. Before they persecuted you, they persecuted me. Right. So. Do you know that seven years ago, I started telling people Facebook is censoring me anytime I put a religious post up there? <laughs> seven years ago, I told, I told you know, close family, friends. Um, but in the last year, and even in the last two months, they have censored me like no other. If you do not comply with the socialist agenda, if you do not comply with whatever it is mm-hmm. that they want you to comply with, guess what? You've become the enemy. Of course. You have become the one that they want to cancel. Anybody that speaks and truth. Cancel culture. Cancel yeah. culture. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Anybody that speaks truth or anybody that articulates a point that is different than yours or an opinion that is different than yours, mm-hmm. they want to X you out. And not only do they want to X you out, they want to go after your job. They want to go your after family. your house. They want to threaten your family. Yeah. I mean, this is not a joke what no. we're up against. Listen, what good is it to gain the whole world and lose your, lose soul? your soul? No. Right. But they say, like like everyone says, that's your truth. Like if yeah. I bring up a, a thing of, of righteousness, of the, of the scriptures, of yeah. the church teaching, yeah. that's your truth. And I said, you know what? There is only one truth. Right. At the Jesus end of the said, day. said, I am yeah. the way, the, the truth, and life. And Jesus life. is the truth. Yes. Whether they believe it or not. Jesus is the truth. Whether they believe Whether it or they not. Whether they accept it or not. But even if there's a truth in everything, yeah. there has to be one objective truth. Mm-hmm. And when they say it's your truth, that's a deceiver. That's the deception that people are throwing to say, well, I don't believe that. Even though it's true, one plus one is two, but to me it's seven. And it's like, that's deception. You know, I tell people all the time, don't worry about it. Even if they don't believe you now, on the last day, <laughs> all knees will bend. And they're like, but I want it now. I'm like, exactly, but it ain't your choice. You know, um, Joe Scheidler, he, they called him like the godfather of the pro-life movement. Um, he passed away recently within the last couple of weeks. Mm. And somebody posted something about him. And, and what they wrote about him, it has not left my mind. He, they said that God willing, you know, you pray for souls that are in purgatory, but God willing that when he stands before God, all the little souls mm. awesome. are going wow. to be standing there saying, Lord, let this guy in wow. because look at he saved all these other babies. It's amazing. We're Just here got the Holy Spirit. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. Me too. Yeah. So. Really, that's beautiful. So that's good. I, I love that. And you know, we, I want to talk about just very briefly talk about the last one, destruction. How how he does that. And we we talked about that. He destroys. Yeah. Right. He destroys anything that's good, anything that's holy, anything that that's uh, for God. He hates it. He's the ultimate destroyer. Yeah. Right. But that being said. We talked about this. God gives us graces. God never leaves us alone, right? He gives us free will, but he always gives us the graces that he, he shows that he loves us, right? In essence, he's telling us to tell the devil to go to hell, 
Mm -hmm. right? And the way to do that, we'll talk about that now, right? We have a list of ways for you as Christians, as Catholics, to do that in your life, to combat when you've, whenever we, you know, all the things we just talked about, how do I combat this, right? And we're going to talk about that right now. And the best way to do that is to put on the armor of God. I'm sure you probably heard that before. What does that mean, right? Exactly. To put on the armor of God. Yeah. Now, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. I'll read you the Bible quote about it. But to put on the armor of God is to, is, and it, the armor of God is truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, God's word, and prayer. And we'll get into that in a minute. But in a nutshell, that's what it is, right? And how do I go about doing that? Okay, I'm going to tell you, pray and pray, and then pray again, okay? And why do I say that? Because prayer is the divinely authorized mechanism that God has given to us to tap into his power, his power, right? Without prayer, we'll be ineffective in the spiritual warfare that we've been talking about. But with it, we will be victorious. So pray about it. And Adora said it, and Delone said it. Just pray and keep praying and God hears you. He may not answer you the way you think he wants you to answer you, but he does answer you. He knows how to answer to you. Other ways, listen to a Catholic um, Catholic speaker. Listen, read Catholic books, uh, Catholic music, right? Or sp- spiritual music, right? How about listen to a podcast, right? <laughs> like the Right to Be Catholic podcast. Or we have two other ones, uh, the Catholic Avengers. And we have another one, the, the Salty Catholic, all on ECRC's website. You can listen to us on all different platforms for podcasts, right? There are different ways to do this. Uh, watch Adora's show, right? The, the Invitations to Sisterhood. These are different ways you can do it. Uh, you can... How about this? Read the Bible. There's this awesome podcast called Bible in a Year. Yeah, Father Mike oh, Schmitz. Yeah. It's amazing. Right it's now. amazing, right? I'm starting it during Lent. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, how about just pick up the Bible? You like, like to read? Pick up the Bible. It's a great book. Um, there's this awesome book that Adora just gave us right now before. It's called A Family Guide to Spiritual Warfare, right? Yep. Strategies for Deliverance and Healing. It's by Kathleen Beckman, who I know personally. She's amazing. She's one of the only lay people that was invited to come and study at the Pope Leo XIII Institute for Exorcists. Nice. And she sits on the exorcist team for the Diocese of Orange in California for over 10 years. And this book is filled with every single tool that you can imagine to combat, you know, the spiritual woes that could face a family. Perfect. And one thing that I, I, I have to say is that as a mother and as fathers, you guys are fathers, we have spiritual That's what we identify as, yeah. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. We have spiritual authority over our children, yeah. over our spouses, over each other, as especially as men, as fathers. You guys have, you know, a special responsibility mm-hmm. to care for and protect your family, not only in the natural, but also in the spiritual. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of times parents when, you know, when we're talking, you know, my child's going through this or this, you know, everything from you know, being a toddler to the teen years to, you know, adulthood and finding jobs and anxiety and this and that and all the stuff that, you know, kids go through. Um, I tell them, pray Psalm 91 out loud. Pray scripture and include your child's name in that scripture. I declare scripture passages out loud over my children. Luke, Christiana, Dominic, you are a light unto the world that cannot be hidden, and God's mighty hand is upon you. When we say scripture out loud, believe me, that has power. It is the the word, the living word of God. So, I, I mean, as Catholics, I think a lot of times, you know, our evangelical brothers and sisters can quote that Bible yeah. just like that. Yeah. You know, but... Please, I beg you guys to just dive into scripture. You don't have to be a theologian. It changes your life. Yeah. It and changes yeah. you. Yeah. I'm telling you, I can't tell you how many times I pick up the Bible and open it like that's what he wanted us to say. Yes. And you're talking about praying, right? Yeah. I actually send this today to my to my family members, to my cousins. Yeah. Guy doesn't now he loves great grand gestures too, but he yeah. likes small things too. So before you before you open your eyes, yeah. right? I, I I used to repeat this prayer all the time. I think you probably heard it before, Delon, because I've I've mentioned it many probably many years ago. Preach, yeah. And look, it's very simple. Ready for this? I just came again, Lord, to tell you how happy I've been since we found each other's friendship. I don't know much about how to pray, but I think about you every day. Mm-hmm. So this is me, Sean, checking in today. Aww, that's simple, beautiful. right? 
yeah. beautiful from and it's the real heart. and it's and raw. It's yours. Yeah, and yeah. he knows that it's yours. It's and that's yours. it, right? Not a theologian who wrote it. It's right. Sean. It's Padre Pio, by the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know what I mean. But what you did is awesome. What and I'm doing, and it does, he doesn't need us to quote Bible quotes all day. He knows our heart. He listens to our heart. A you know what I mean? A simple God bless you, my son. God bless you, yeah. my daughter. Mm-hmm. Make the sign of the cross on their forehead before yeah. they head out to school. You know, when they when they were little, the door would open. I would say, "Okay, I love you guys. Be the light." Okay, it's I'm I am. It's a scripture passage, mm-hmm. but it also is a reference to being good, to being yeah. bright, to being happy. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be some kind of grandiose thing no. at all. And it's you instilling yeah. that in your family. And I'm yeah. don't. I know you do that too, right? Yeah. I know for a fact. Yeah. And that way, when they grow up, they value those things versus valuing the worldly things, right? And I would tell my yeah. wife that, like, that's one of the main reasons. If you could afford it, of course, send your kids to Catholic school, yeah. please. Yeah. Okay, because the world is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, but, me and my wife actually speaking of that, we we love uh, Christian music a yeah. lot, a lot, a lot. So, yeah, and our it. kids are obsessed with it now. So right. Now, yeah. my kids don't want to listen to anything else. Yeah. So I'm like, what song do you want to hear? And they're like, The Father's House by Corey Asbury. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Boom, let's go. And yeah. they're singing and they're dancing and they're praising the Lord yep. and Putting they're their dancing hands up. for the Lord. And I'm yeah. like, this is amazing. Amazing. That worship of of listening to the music and singing it. Yeah. That's a weapon. That's Amen. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, it's one of my favorite that's ways to pray. That's a huge weapon. weapon. You know how you're you, praising God. Yes, you're, you're giving God yes, the, the, the glory, glory and praise that he deserves. Amen. And you're honoring him and yes. saying, that's my Lord and Savior. Yes. You're telling the devil, yeah. screw you. That's yeah. who I serve. Yeah. That's my master. Yeah. That's my Dude, father. That's my loving Savior. Yeah. My three-year-old and my two-year-old, they like specific religious songs. Yeah. <laughs> like, I it's shall amazing. not want. Yeah. Right? By Audrey O'Day, I think her <laughs> yeah. name is. My son will tell me, my two and three-year-old, they're like, Play I Shall Not Want. They'll tell Alexa to play it's amazing, it. And then they sing it. I, yeah, I'm like, I love, I love this, it. right? I love it. It's amazing. Listen, another awesome way, and it's maybe one of the most important ways, is go to Mass, mm. right? Yes. Do everything you can. And I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that I always go. I, yeah. I, stupid COVID thing, I, whatever, we make stupid excuses. But right. why do I want you to go to Mass, right? Because of the Eucharist. Yes. Amen. As a Catholic, when yes. you take the Eucharist, you have to believe this. It's the truth. That's not like God. It is God's body, proof. soul, right, and divinity. Yeah. That's him. You're, 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 he's entering Amen. your body. Of yeah. course, I want you to be pure and clean before you go do that. Yeah. Another way to do that is confession, right, to clear yourself. Kathleen Beckman in this book says um, that one confession is more powerful than an exorcism. Right. Wow. And God gave that power to the priest to, to forgive our sins like that yeah. through him. Yeah. Another way. How about adoration? Absolutely. 100%. Ready? If you live in if you live in where I where I live, you can go to St. Mary's, you yeah. can go to St. Thomas. Okay, if you live uh other side of town, if you listen to this, you're in your Chaldean, you can go to Saint uh Saint George. Yeah. Right, Saint Joseph Saint too Joseph. has another one. Yeah. So they're all over. Mother of God Saint has Martyrs. they all yeah. have awesome yeah. adoration chapels. Yep. There's one on um a Latin right one on Twelve Mile and Woodward, uh, uh, the uh, oh, shrine. shrine. Oh, yeah. I love it, right? And and since because of COVID, they put they put Jesus in the window now, and you can do parking lot adoration. Oh wow! So there's yeah. many different ways. So, Adora, you had a lot of different ways too. You wanted to talk about too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you we mentioned the the most important things, and that's having a sacramental life, going to confession, going mm-hmm. to mass, um, going to adoration. We talked about scripture, um, simple things in your home. If you've never had your home consecrated to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and Mary. Um, do that. Have a home enthronement. Mm-hmm. Make your home a holy place, you know, uh, where the Holy Spirit can reside and dwell. Um, talk about the virtues with your kids. Don't compromise with the Holy Spirit. Don't. And what I mean by that is don't compromise don't compromise with anything that is not of God. If the Holy Spirit is asking you to do something, do it. Mm-hmm. If if you're bending the truth on something, don't. If everybody else is doing this, don't. Yeah, they're doing it just to appease. Yes. No. If if everyone's doing a certain kind of uh, a thing where you know this is easy money, this is legal, this is whatever. You know what? Um, don't. Because you know what? Your your soul is at stake. And if you continue to build your virtue muscle and you continue to display honesty and truth as mothers and fathers, as people out in the world, the witness that you give is so powerful to others. But I'll tell you, when you are constantly to the point where, like, you know, 
the wood, the lady didn't charge me at Kroger, you know, for the firewood for bonfires because it was like underneath. And I left, I get in there, whatever, I look real quick. I'm like, are you kidding me? She didn't charge me for it. I had to haul it back inside. I already had him. It was like, <laughs> you know, it's such a chore. But it's like I would not have slept at yeah. night. I could not have. You know, yeah. I would have had to have gone back. And she thanked me for it. But it's like the little things like that. It doesn't have to be anything grand or mm -hmm. huge. But this is how you build virtue. Because if you're constantly, constantly doing, you know, things that are good, things that are holy, um, trying to steer your children in the right direction, this, I mean... Only good can come of it. That's how you combat the evil spirits. Amen. And Amen. Yeah. The rosary. Well, I mean, we love the rosary. Yeah. I mean, how many saints talk about the rosary? In All this of book, them. she's going to cover the rosary. The Blessed Mother herself was the ultimate demon crusher. You Listen, know? I always pray that Scriptural. I. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I always pray that I, I become closer to her. Yeah. Right? And like, every, same. Uh, same yeah. here. Because. She, everything about what we should be is mimicked in what how she lived her life, right? right? So, and the every perfect disciple, yes. right? So, and, and, if, if, I was gonna say right now the first, yeah. and that's yeah. she was the perfect. first. Yeah. Listen, and I want to mention it because the Pope said that this is the year of Saint Joseph, mm -hmm. yeah. him too, as a father, alone, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, what a perfect a example wow. of protection and trusting God with yeah. all your heart, man. Get get up and go to Egypt. You got it. Yeah. Hey, marry this woman, even though it's not your child. Like these kind of things. Now, I wish God. I I have dreams all the time. I wish God spoke to me in those. <laughs> he doesn't. I have the craziest dreams, right? <laughs> but these are the kind of things that we as Catholics have to do. It's not like, oh, it will make us feel better. Listen, you have to do this. There is a spiritual war going on. And I'm going to tell you right now, either you're on one side or you're the other. There is no, listen, he said, I, I, you're not either hot or cold. Yeah. If you're lukewarm, I will spit you yeah. out of my mouth. Yeah, I don't want to be that yeah. lukewarm. Yeah. Okay. There's no in between. No. Are you going to fail? Yes. A thousand times a day. We're and it's okay. You he, begin again. Amen. Listen. Again. Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, have mercy on me. As Catholics, yeah. we're given something, a grace, when we fail to get back up. You know what that's called? It's called confession. Mm -hmm. Right? Only Catholics have this, and it's beautiful. Right. Yeah. And you're one of them. So please, do what you're supposed to do. But, right? but even if you can't get to confession, let's say a couple weeks go by and you feel bad about something or you screwed up that day or you lost your temper or whatever the case may be, just if you really from your heart say, Jesus, forgive me. And until the next time you can get to, you know, confession, yeah. God knows our heart. Oh, yeah. He knows if we're being, you know, genuine about the things sure. that we've done. And I think sometimes we can be our own worst enemy mm -hmm. and beat ourselves yeah. up. You 100%. Know, and not give ourselves, you know, the benefit of the doubt. We fail. We're going to fail till the day we die. We die. We're human. And God knows this. Yes, exactly. Listen, in uh, reading that or listening to the Bible in a year, man, the the the, the matriarch, right? The, or, or the patriarchs of our of our faith, like Isaac, Jacob, Noah, all those guys, they messed up. Abraham, they messed up hardcore. Yeah. And God still made them who they are. So yeah. if he can use them, yeah. he can use us. Yeah. Right? Amen. 100%. You guys, I love you both. Thank you very much you, for man. coming Thank on the you. podcast. Before I do finish, I do I do want to um, bring up a funny story about uh, Delone. Um, so <laughs> Delone and I used to, and now I have to share this, because Delone and I used to, do, used to lead retreats together called the Kairos Retreat. And this is years and years ago. And one time, and I remember I was leading the, the, the meeting and it's been about me like 45 minutes, okay? Adora, it's 45 minutes into the meeting. Delone just very calmly puts his hands in his pocket, reaches out and pulls out a Whopper. I'm like, my man, what are you doing? I'm like, how long have you had that Whopper in your pocket? He's like, bro, I didn't want to be rude and put it in front of you. I'm like, who puts a Whopper in their pocket? True story, That's true hilarious. story. I love my fast food. <laughs> yeah. You guys, listen to this. Um, something I want you to make sure that everyone has in their house, holy water, right? Holy salt, right? That's amazing. Salt. Right. Uh, a crucifix, yeah. St. Michael statue, because he, he fights the devil and that's war. He's still fighting till this day for you and I and everybody. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, a statue of our, our, our mother Mary. These holy objects in your house are very important. Listen, throw the holy water every once in a while yes. around your house. I'm telling you, yeah. it's... It's powerful. When they when they do exorcism, they use holy water. Yep. Okay? Absolutely. Again, thank you both for coming on. I want to close it with the Bible code that talks about putting on the um, 
the armor of God, okay? And it comes from Ephesians 6. And I'm going to do 10 to 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we are not contending against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the, uh, in the evil day. Having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your loins in truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having showed your feet with the equipment of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith uh, with which you can quench all the uh, flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To the end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Amen. Amen. You guys, before I end, I want to remind you guys, uh, listen to this podcast, of course. Share it with your friends and family. Okay, anybody you know, this is this is what we need to do as Catholics. We also have two other amazing podcasts. I've mentioned them before. We have the Catholic Avengers. Go listen to that. And we have the Salty Catholic. Now listen, uh, the Catholic Avengers is led by Jeff and Pilar. Jeff is a walking Bible. This guy knows everything. Pilar, he's just a nice guy. You know what I mean? Eh. Yeah, he's all right. And then we have the Salty Catholic with uh, Ennis Kesto. He's, he's, he's salty about a lot of things. But listen, we all love salt on our food a little bit. You know what I mean? It tastes good. <laughs> Uh, we have an amazing talk show, a show called uh, The Invitation to Sisterhood with our amazing guest, Adora. And also, like I mentioned uh, before, Vanessa then has on that and Patrice Abuna. And they're all involved in ECRC. They're great programs. Please go look them up. Like I say on every podcast, remember to go forth with confidence because you have the right to be Catholic. God bless. You have been listening to an ECRC Martoma Productions podcast. To learn more about ECRC and all of our programs, go to ecrc.us.